0: today. It first comes out of Galatians chapter 5. We begin in verse 22. Read through verse 25 and we'll shift over to 2 Peter verse chapter 3. Here now the words of Paul. By contrast, the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, generosity, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. There is no law against such things and Those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and its desires. If we live by the Spirit, let us also be guided by the Spirit. And then out of 2 Peter chapter 3, we begin in verse 8. But do not ignore this one fact, beloved, that with the Lord one day is like a thousand years, and a thousand years like one day. The Lord is not slow about his promise, as some think of slowness, but is patient with you not wanting any to perish but all to come to repentance. But the day of the Lord will come like a thief and then the heavens will pass away with a loud noise and the elements will be dissolved with fire and the earth and everything that is done on it will be disclosed. Since all these things are to be dissolved in this way, what sort of persons ought you to be in leading lives of holiness and godliness, waiting for and hastening the coming of the day of God because of which the heavens will be set ablaze and dissolved, and the elements will melt with fire. But in accordance with this promise, we wait for new heavens and a new earth, where righteousness is at home. Therefore, beloved, while you are waiting for these things, strive to be found by him at peace, without spot or blemish, and regard the patience of our Lord as salvation. So also our beloved brother Paul wrote to you according to the wisdom given him, speaking of this as he does in all his letters. There are some things in them hard to understand, which the ignorant and unstable twist to their own destruction and as they do the other scriptures. You therefore, beloved, since you are forewarned, beware that you are not carried away with the error of the lawless and lose your own stability, but grow in the grace acknowledged Of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ to him be the glory both now and to the day of eternity. Amen. Friends this is the Word of God for the Holy Spirit Lord as scripture is read as word is proclaimed help us hear with joy about what you say to us this day in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. So I was driving down the road the other day uh, and you, you know down the main stretch where where there's uh, crazy drivers and multiple traffic lights and uh um i was driving between two lights and and someone zoomed past me from one light to the other and i was trying to figure out where in the world he thought he was going but i guess he just wanted to stop at the next light before me i don't know <laughs> uh, anybody ever experienced those drivers who just couldn't wait to stop at the next light first That's <laughs> only thing I figured he could be doing or could be wanting we live in a now world don't we 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 speed date we eat fast food we try the one weekend diet we pay extra for overnight shipping we speak in half sentence start things we don't finish we tweet in 140 characters or less yet some tweets are longer Um, oh and now they're limiting the number of tweets you can read at a time uh, we cut corners, we take shortcuts, we text, TXT, you know, text, short for text. We demand more safety in the skies, and then we complain when the security lines take so long. And anything that is inconvenient deserves a complaint. We are continuously in a hurry-up-and-wait mentality. I'm guilty. <laughs> Anybody else want to confessed this morning. <laughs> when Timex, you know the watch company, when Timex asked people how long they would wait before taking action in a wide variety of situations, researchers discovered that we'll consent to wait only, are you ready for these, 13 seconds before we honk at a car in front of us that stopped at a green light, I think that number's gone down. <laughs> We'll wait 26 seconds before we shush people who are talking in a movie theater. 26 seconds before we take the seat of someone who's walked away. We don't have that problem in church. (laughs) 45 seconds before we ask someone who's talking too loud on a cell phone to keep it down. We'll wait 13 minutes for a table at a restaurant. And we'll wait at most. 20 minutes for the last person to show up for the Thanksgiving Day Meal. That's generous (laughs) in my household. (laughs) An article in the Boston Globe claims that, quote, our demand for instant results is seeping into every corner of our lives. I dare to correct it and say it's done sunk into every corner of our lives. Amen. The need for instant gratification is not new, but, but our expectation of instant has become faster over time. Retailers are jumping uh, into same-day delivery. Smartphone apps eliminate the need to wait for a ride, for, uh, to wait for a, a, a table at a restaurant or reservations. You don't even have to get into the drive-thru anymore at Chick-fil-A. You can just order on your way up, press a button that says, I'm here, and they tell you, drive around. You you spend more time waiting to get to the window to pick up your food because it's so busy than you actually spend ordering. Or eating, for that matter. (laughs) Movies and TV shows begin streaming in seconds. Another study conducted of 6.7 million internet users states, if a website did not load in two seconds or less, then people would start to abandon the website. 25% 25% of people would click off after five seconds, and 50% by 10 seconds. Anybody remember dial-up? <laughs> <laughs> you thought something was going off in there. I didn't, first time I got into dial-up, I was like, what did I just tap into? I'm going to have police showing up at my doorstep. My mama didn't know what to do, and we called the internet company and said, oh, that's normal. I said, oh, I hate to see what happens if it isn't normal. You know, society says that we can have it our way; that we shouldn't have to wait on anything; that it can be my way or the highway, and that I can get what I want when I want, how I want it. Society has corrupted our sense of time so badly that we often will pay more for fast, or even base our decisions on a product or service not on the quality, but on how quickly we can get it. Anybody else guilty? <laughs> I'm guilty. You want to hear some more silliness the statistics are really fun on this week y'all here's how silly it gets an article in time.com noted that ketchup flows out of a glass bottle at a rate of zero point excuse me 0.028 miles per hour that's slower than a galapagos tortoise which according to San Diego Zoo zips along at a blazing 0.16 miles an hour or six times as fast as the flow of ketchup. But impatiently tapping your ketchup bottle uh, soon might be a thing of the past because Dave Smith, a PhD candidate, I'm sure by the point since this article was published he's probably gotten that PhD by now from MIT And another team of mechanical engineers get that a team of mechanical engineers and nanotechnologists have offered a possible solution to this ketchup flow problem of ours after months of research smith and his team developed liquid glide liquid glide which they define as quote a kind of structured liquid that's rigid like a solid but lubricated like a liquid the researchers say that coating the inside of a bottle with liquid glide will cause ketchup and other sauces to slide out faster than the Galapagos tortoise. Some Smith claims that the sauce industry, which rakes in $17 billion a year, would love to get their hands on the invention. The time.com article concluded, quote, let's hope some big companies bite. I'm tired of waiting five minutes for ketchup to land on my burger know what ketchup bottle they're using but they've invented this thing called the squeeze bottle. You don't have to wait anything. Just shake it up so that way it's not too liquidy when it gets all over your burger. Amen. Russian comedian Yakov Smirnov immigrated to the United States. He said the the thing that he loved most about America was the grocery stores. He said, I'll never forget walking down the aisles and seeing powdered milk. Just add water and poof, you get milk. Right next to it was powdered orange juice. Just add water and poof, you have orange juice. Then I saw baby powder and I thought to myself, what a country. (laughs) Let it sink in. Let it sink in. Let it flow like the ketchup. Folks, we are under the impression that everything in the world needs to operate in our time. The problem arrives when we also expect God to operate in our time. Can I get an amen? My father-in-law was picking on me over the weekend. He said, if you can't get him to say amen, you think they'll say mm-hmm? So give me either an amen or mm-hmm. Today we're going to talk about the fruit of the Spirit that is patience as we continue our worship series on the fruit of the Spirit. And we're going to answer the question, why is it so hard to be patient? Just a reminder that by fruit of the Spirit, I'm referring to those actions which show evidence of the presence of the Holy Spirit in a person's life. This is how we've defined fruit of the Spirit throughout this entire series. And and, uh, as a Christian, these are the actions that people should witness in our daily living. This is the place to start when someone asks you, how do I start living a life like Jesus? The fruit of the Spirit is the place to start. The translators of uh, the King James Version of the Bible used one English word, patience, to translate two different Greek words. Uh, And since then, we've uh, been able to use more and more as translations have gotten uh, more uh, in-depth, but the first Greek word, that they use literally means long-suffering long-suffering and it speaks of uh, of having a long spiritedness or calmness of spirit long-suffering is just a fancy way of saying calmness of spirit it's it's the ability even under severe provocation not to lose one's temper any long sufferers in here <laughs> Anyone suffering from non-long-suffering? <laughs> the other Greek word, uh, patience, uh, was tra- the English word patience was translated uh, literally means to remain under. To remain under. Uh, or to, to stay put under is another way to say it. And it has the idea of remaining steadfast or firm under test and under trials. Better words that I like for that are uh, endurance and steadfastness. Endurance and steadfastness. So, patience may mean long suffering or calmness of spirit. It may mean uh, to have endurance or to have steadfastness. Are you with me this morning? Say, mm hmm. Mm-hmm. That'll work. Both words, both Greek words speak of the ability. Uh, to take a great deal of uh, punishment from evil people or circumstances without losing one's temper or without becoming irritated too quickly or easily or angry or or to withstand without taking vengeance it includes the capacity to bear pain or trials without complaint or with minimal complaint at this point in time to maintain self-control when the situation is out of our control I don't know about you, but I have difficulty with patience for one primary purpose, and that is to be patient is to admit that I cannot do anything. Are you with me? I want to be in control of everything. I would call myself a a control freak, but that's being generous. (laughs) I want to be in control of my life. I want to be in control of my kid's life. and Watch out, I may even want to be in control of your life. Amen. (laughs) You never know. Control freaks, we have that problem. To be patient implies inactivity. It implies uh, letting someone else do the work. And you know what? When someone else does the work, they may just, they may just not do it right, right? <laughs> they just may not do it right, so I have to do it myself. Patience means placing the outcome of the situation in someone else's hands. It means letting go and giving in a little bit of trust and grace. And that's hard, again, because they may mess it up else feel <laughs> anybody else like that it might not turn out the way that I want it to turn out how I want it to happen you know we find it difficult to give up the steering wheel of our lives even when it means letting go and letting God take control When we have become so impatient that when we cannot turn our lives, our own lives, in the direction that we want to travel ourselves, we forget that God does not operate on our timetable, but that we operate on God's timetable. Even when we pray, folks, how many of us are guilty of this? I know I am. How many of us are guilty of asking for it now? Lord, give it to me now. I, this is how bad I am. Even, I mean, I even say, Lord, I know that, that you will answer this whenever you see fit in your time. But if you could give it to me now, that'd be great. <laughs> Anybody else pray like that? <laughs> Listen to this, folks. This is the ouch moment in the entire sermon. Impatience takes away from our ability to trust in God. Impatience takes away from our ability to trust In In our scripture today, we learn that people see time against time. But you know what? God doesn't see time against time. God sees time against eternity. In fact, time only seems long to us because of our limited perspective of time. How often do we make the mistake of trying to make God in our own image and ignore the fact that God is eternal? This means that God has neither a beginning nor an ending. God is the God that always was. God is the God that is. And God is the God that always will be. Humanity is immortal. Bear with me. Listen to this. Humanity is immortal. We have a beginning, but not an ending. We're going to live forever either in the presence of God or the presence of Satan. Now you understand what I mean when I say we're immortal. We have a beginning but no ending. God dwells in eternity. Eternity is not just extended time. Rather, eternity is the existence above and beyond time itself. An economist who read this passage was quite amazed and talked to God about it. Lord, is it true that a thousand years for us is like a minute to you? And the Lord said, yes. The economist said, then a million dollars to us must be like a penny to you. The Lord said, well, yeah. The economist said, will you give me one of those pennies? The Lord said, sure, wait here a minute. (laughs) Again, let it Since a thousand years are as one day to the Lord, we cannot accuse God of delaying God's promises. God is not limited by the time that we are. uh, Nor does God measure it according to humanity's standards. God is never in a hurry, but God is never late. God could have created the entire universe in an instant, yet he preferred to do it over a period of time described in scripture as six days. He could have delivered Israel Israel from Egypt in a moment, yet he preferred to invest 80 years in training Moses. For that matter, he could have sent his Savior, Jesus Christ. He could have come as Jesus so much sooner, but he waited until, quote, the fullness of time had come. While God works in time, God is not limited by time. Our issue with impatience comes when we start putting a time frame on God. What Peter is saying is that God is never late. What Peter is saying is that God will keep God's promises to us and that patience is part of who God is that sound familiar for those who have uh, been able to hear our message throughout this entire series the fruit of the spirit all have something in common they all define the d the makeup the identity the very characteristics of god god is love god is joy god is peace god is patience It is not us, then, who is waiting on God. It is God who waits on us. God does not wait, though, with an impatient tap of the foot, right? You're not going to go to God and hear this tap. God waits with mercy. God waits with love. God waits with grace. God is in time, on time, every time. That was the name of a song by Gold City Quartet. You want to hear a great song with a great high tenor singer? Go Google In time, on time, every time by Gold City Quartet. That message is the message for today. God's love for us and God's desire is that all people would come to know and to follow Jesus. Patience isn't about not getting what I want right now. Patience is about salvation. Listen to Proverbs 14, verse 29. Patience leads to abundant understanding, but impatience leads to stupid mistakes. Just for reference, this is the common English version of the the Bible, and I like how they put it the best. Patience leads to abundant understanding, but impatience leads to stupid mistakes. Folks, it is so hard to be patient because we want an answer from God right now. We want to blame God for our impatience when we ought to be thanking God for God's mercy. It is easy to make excuses when we ought to be making opportunities. And the opportunities are real because God's mercy is real. God's grace is real, God's offer of salvation is real. What is most important perhaps today is that patience is not about how long we can wait for something, it's about how much we are willing to handle and how we are willing to act while we are handling it. Did you catch that? Patience is not about how long we can wait for something, it's about how much we are willing to handle. And how we are willing to act while we handle it. Patience is about how far we are willing to let go, uh, willing to go for our relationship with Christ. You remember how far Christ went for us? He went all the way to the cross, and then he took it a step further. He went into death and then conquered it us. That's how far God was willing to go for us. Patience is about not succumbing to the now mentality and actions of the world, but to setting ourselves and others up for eternity with God. This is the fruit of the Spirit that is patience. This is the gospel message. How far Show others how much they matter to God and to us. Glory be to the Father, to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit.